There is one topic that it doesn't matter what circle you're in, who you are, how old you are, or what you do for a living. The status of our relationships is always on the tip of our tongue. Whether we're talking about dating or talking about marriage, confusion, expectations, miscommunications, and in-the-moment behavior all seem to get in our way. So what are we looking for? And how do we make sure that we are with the right one? Let's talk about it. The Fields Effect. I have a ton of conversations with people about their dating life all the time. Whether they're in a relationship, trying to get into a relationship, can't get into a relationship. Either way, this is always a topic. And it can be an emotional one because usually when we aren't getting the results that we want, we have to look at ourselves and no one likes doing that. I don't like doing that when I have to do it, but we have to do it because we want something that we aren't getting. And I'll tell you the reoccurring theme in these conversations is compatibility because everyone's different and everyone wants something different, right? So why don't we choose people that we are actually compatible with. Why do we walk on the wild side and then lose our minds when the whole thing blows up? We make choices in the moment that aren't in line with what we really want. We choose people that we know we aren't compatible with, and then we put these expectations on the relationship that have no shot. And this isn't uncommon. In fact, I'll share with you that if I take an honest look at the people that I've dated from the beginning until now, even casually, there are only a few people that I felt were actually in line with who I am today. Because I always dated people to fit the moment that I was in. That was my pattern. But once I realized that wasn't working for me and I wasn't really loving the results that I was getting, I became a lot more open to looking at why I've chosen certain people. Like, what was I looking for? What did I need? What was actually attracting me? That's what I had to look at. And what I understand now is that the problem was that I wasn't giving any weight, any thought to exploring what I wanted for my future out of a relationship, nothing. It was all about what was important at that exact moment. And I will tell you, I wasted time. I wasted time and I eliminated people as a result that could have been amazing for me because I was picking for the moment that I was in. That is so hard for me to say because I never wanted to be associated with that type of behavior. I never wanted someone to think that I was just doing something in the moment, but in order for me to grow past it, I had to acknowledge it because it's true. So I had to deal with that. I wasn't giving any weight to what I was going to be exposed to or what I would learn or who I would ultimately grow into. And if I'm not doing that and I'm only picking for that exact moment of time, how could something like that last? It took a lot of self-reflection to understand why I did what I did and what was driving my behavior. And I will tell you, it's not easy. It's not easy to be honest with yourself about things that you've incorporated as part of your personality. Because there's some fear there 
about relinquishing certain thought processes that we want to hold on to because we feel like that's a part of us. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to look at, and the reality of it is it takes time. You won't get these answers at the snap of your fingers, so don't expect that. You'll have to really want to change so that you can see it and so that you can move forward. I'll tell you, one of the good things about going through the process, though, is that I'm able to have more open conversations with other people about it. And the relationship drama always happens to be at the top of the list more often than not. In fact, I talked to two people last week about 20, 29 years apart about the same thing, except one was just starting off. You know, they were in college, just starting off their life. And the other one was looking to close it out and looking for someone that they could settle down with. Either way, the conversation was very similar and the issue was still the same. The issue was who we pick to be in a relationship with or why we pick who we pick. And I will say that's one of the things that I've noticed about this podcast is that regardless of age, the issues that people face, although the stakes could be different, they have so many similarities. That's one of the things that I found fascinating about doing this is that there's this wide range of ages but people are all facing similar issues. So one of those is that this conversation usually only comes up when things get confusing or dramatic. When things are going smooth, there's not a lot to talk about because people are managing their own stuff. But the drama piece always gets me thinking about how we tend to constantly complain about the relationships that we're in and talk about all of the things that we aren't getting in that relationship People hardly ever talk about the things that they do have because usually when someone's complaining, they're only focusing on the deficit. So let's flip it. Let's flip it and focus on what you do want. What's important? And I'm not talking about making a list of your 10 deal breakers. I'm not going to ask you to do that. I'm definitely not talking about that. Whenever I hear one of my friends say that they have a list of all of these things that they have to have, and that they have all of these other things that are deal breakers, I don't even think they're actually looking for a relationship. They're brokering a deal in my mind. And it doesn't matter who the other person is as long as that person fits into their narrative, right? It can be like they're hiring someone, but that, that's a conversation for another day. I'm not going down that hole. I'm talking about what do you really want out of life? Because when you get a hold of that, You'll understand that the type of person that you need to be with, not only that will be a good partner for you, but that you will be a good partner for them because that matters. And I want to give you an example, and this is kind of off the cuff. What if you're a painter and you're so passionate about painting and when you're able to paint, you feel so incredibly fulfilled because you know that this is your gift but you need an environment that allows you to create your art because every year you create three pieces of art. That's your thing. You married a doctor. You happen to fall in love and marry a doctor who was able to financially provide for the house, but she worked long hours. And even though she carried the financial load, when she came home, because you're able to do what you love And you have the emotional capacity to support her because you're happy. So when she comes home, you're available to cook. 
You're available to talk to her about her day and to remove any other stresses so she feels supported. That's a win-win for both of you because you were both getting what you needed from the relationship. This is what I'm talking about when I say a good partner for you. No one else can make that decision for you. Only you know what you need and what's important to you. So let's try it. Let's try this. Close your eyes. Think about your life as an individual. What do you want? What do you want your life to look like? What's important to you? What matters? Where do you want to live? Do you want to be in the city or do you want to live in the country? Where do you, where do you want to be? And you might not think that's a big deal, but when you're not on the same page, here comes the disagreements, the resentments, when one person compromises and they didn't want to. So we're not just talking about today. We're talking about, you know, down the line, right? Do you want to live in another country? That comes up. Do you want to travel? Are you a big family person or not? Because what if someone has a big, huge family and they're always over there and they're always in, you know, they're always in your house, but you're not a big family person. You have to have that conversation. Are you a risk taker or are you more conservative? Are you religious? Are you a health conscious person deep into athletics? Again, this matters. You won't be able to be with someone that doesn't value all of those things, not for the long term, because there's a possibility that that could turn you off if they weren't into that. Are you involved in work that consumes the majority of your time or will you be available for the most part? I say all of this because understanding what you ultimately want will help you when you're looking for someone that you want to be with. If you're going to have a demanding job, the last thing you want is to be with someone that's relying upon you for everything because that causes unnecessary stress that doesn't go away. That stress doesn't go away. In one of the conversations I mentioned earlier, the person said, I can't see myself involved in a relationship with someone that I can't have deep, meaningful conversations with over coffee. And I'm not willing to sacrifice that. That would be sacrificing a depth that is core to my being. That's what they said. But in that same conversation, we talked about how the relationship he chose wasn't providing all of the things that he really needed. Now, I know when it comes to women and men, the wants and needs can be different. But what I tend to hear most often is that we crave a connection. And that's what he meant when he talked about having a conversation over coffee. We want people to see us for everything that we are and to appreciate everything that we have to offer because we want to be special to someone. But we have to be careful that we aren't so focused on just getting anyone's attention or getting picked by anyone that sparks our interest. And that's where it sometimes gets tough because that connection, that emotional, physical, spiritual connection, whatever it is that you're looking for, sometimes that feeling that we want to experience, it overrides what may be best for us or what we really need for our life beyond a moment because we often have competing interests, right? And we give in to the ones that feel good. But sometimes those competing interests end up blowing up the whole thing. 
when I think about my life as a whole and what's important to me with regards to relationships, I think about it like a pie. The pie represents my whole life. I slice it up by what I value, what's most important, because these are my drivers. These are the things that get me going. And these are the things that I will always revert back to as being important. And I'm very honest with myself about what I value, not just what sounds good or what I feel like I should be saying because I don't want to be judged if I tell the truth. I can't do that. I have to be honest because it's going to get in the way if I don't deal with it. This will look different for different people depending on where you are in life. So keep that in mind. For example, what's more important to you? Stability or excitement? Financial security or chemistry? Family responsibilities or freedom? That could be different depending on where you're at in life, right? And I'm not saying that these particular things always come up against each other, but you should know where you stand on them because if you're clear, it's much easier to move with intention and it gives you a better shot at being in a relationship with someone that you're way more compatible with so that you don't waste time. Our life can become so routine. We may want to shake it up because we're getting bored, but just keep in mind We always want what we don't have. And I think most of us can relate to that. Different people appeal to different parts of us at different times in our lives. And if we're acting in the moment, it's so easy to get swept up by the wrong broom. Do you know what I mean? This is an emotional thing that we have to put some thought into so that long-term we're getting everything that we want out of a relationship and out of life. Dating can be tough, and choosing the right person can be even tougher. But the more you know about yourself and where you're going, the better your chances are of having some great experiences. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening. For more of The Fields Effect, check us out at thefieldseffect.com or connect with us on Instagram at thefieldseffect. Guys, click the follow button and lock in with us because sometimes looking at a situation from a different lens can change your whole experience. I'm Kimberly Fields. Thanks for listening.